Like a villain? Like a villain. Not like a villain. Not like a villain. I used to, I had a boyfriend in college who, when I would say what up, he would say chilling like the feds. And I was like, that sounds scary. I mean, the, feds do be the feds do be. And they waiting. Yes, but then I later learned that he was a paranoid schizophrenic and he literally meant that the feds were listening to him. Rest in peace to Dion. But oh, that was like okay. a, he really thought that. And I learned that when we were on a train one time and he was like, shh. And I was like, what? He was like, they're listening. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah. The subway is is, is tapped. This very quickly (laughs) turned into a whole different show. (laughs) Uh, Happy Monday, everybody out there. I've just been feeling very melancholy. You know, you see so much negativity, so many stories just coming your way that you're like, how do I balance this and still continue to like, bring comedy into the mix, still continue to create content. And y'all, I'm burnt out. I'm burnt. I'm burnt out. Think about y'all listening to these stories and feeling the pain of it. And then like I take the story and then got to like spit it back to you and like find a way to synthesize it and turn into something. And someone asked me the other day, like, Amanda, how do you, how do you manage? I think she called it like revolutionary fatigue or something like that. And I was like, I, I'm not managing it. That's why Jeremiah is the source of the jokes on the show. I don't got jokes for y'all right now. So y'all just gonna have to just rock with me. If you love me, you gonna ride with me, but I'm not gonna be your source of jokes. So oh, shout out to, to Jeremiah. <laughs> now they gotta come to the show for the joke. Yes. I mean, Smart Funny in Black is where I really tried to create, I created a safe space for folks to come and celebrate blackness. Right. But this Smart Funny in Black on May 18th with Wayne Brady versus Jalil White, that's gonna be for me as well. It's gonna be a therapeutic space for me as well. And typically I feel like I'm the one like, leading the therapy session but this time we're all in it together so get your tickets at amandaseals.com and we'll be talking about this show uh incessantly because i need to sell these tickets before i go even further into melancholy bottom ticket y'all <laughs> child all right what do we got for black here news well this week black here news unfortunately it's not black joy friday because no, there is not. news that a black team was shot for ringing the wrong do- doorbell amanda seals also there is this YouTube documentary that was put back on the platform that said King Von is rap's first serial killer. <laughs> also, we're heading to the group chat to find out what are some of your favorite phrases that your parents say. We're going to talk about that. Oh, I've got one off the top <laughs> of my head. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into all that later on throughout the course of the show right here, the Amanda Seals Show. We're very happy to have you here on a Monday. If your day hasn't been going well, I hope it's going to get better. Well, I know it's going to get better now that you're here with us. Remember to stay connected with us on socials at Seal Set It and give us a call at one 855 8 that's one 262 It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. Hope everybody is tuned in with the... Best high vibrations. It's about to get lower. Uh, 
It's time to get into some black ear news. Yeah, so unfortunately, we have some sad news out of Kansas City, Missouri. So 16-year-old Ralph Yarl was shot twice by a white man after accidentally ringing the doorbell. So he went to the wrong house trying to pick up his siblings. But instead of going to 115 Terrace, he accidentally went a block over to 115th Street. And a white man shot Ralph through in the head through the glass door. And then once he was already bleeding on the ground, shot him again. And right now, Ralph is in the hospital fighting to stay alive. I, I don't even. Right. That's just so much. It was like. I don't even know. what. Like I have goosebumps because the amount of stories that we are reporting on on a daily basis that are so obviously racially motivated mm-hmm. is becoming unbearable. Uh, I don't know how to even talk about these things in like a rational, practical manner, you know, I, I am I'm very glad to see though that again folks are not going quietly because there hasn't been any arrest at all. And uh I don't understand how that's possible. Like if you go to the hospital with a gunshot, then it becomes a criminal investigation right. who shot who? off top. So this is also a minor. Okay. Yep. And unless somebody is wielding a weapon or trying to get into your residence. There is no cause for lethal response. Right. This is not somebody who's like trying to open a door. Kicking a door. It's not a home invasion no. situation. It's someone knocking on your door. And it's clearly a child. But we live in a country where basically black skin is violence. Right. There's so many steps to get to before. Let me shoot you through a glass door and then shoot you again. Once you're to make line. sure that you're dead. Right. But you see, the people are not standing for this. Uh, let's play the audio. There's a massive crowd gathered outside of the alleged gunman home, gunman's home who shot Ralph. Shut it down! Shut it down! Shut it down! I mean, listen, you know, the only thing that really gets in these people's way is money and fear. Right. So if you shot one black person outside your house, what you going to do with a whole hundred? Yes. So shout out to those people who uh, stepped outside and said, you know what? We're not going to let this go uh, unchecked. We're not going to let this go without us raising our voices. The police apparently said it was an error. They, and apparently when you make an error, you don't have to fix it. Well, you don't have repercussions, which is what we've seen the police the police don't have repercussions for their errors. It's like, oh, we made a mistake. We locked you up for 20 years and wrongfully convicted you. It's fine. It really is just a, just a real travesty. And once again, sending our love to Ralph Yarl and his family and, you know, hoping and praying that he makes it through this and gets to the other side. Uh, there's definitely folks out here who are fighting for him. Uh, when we get back, we got more Black Urit news. Uh, we got to talk about this... Uh, this documentary. Yes, about King Von. We, it's interesting. We're, we're going to have some help breaking this down. Yes. We also, we're calling in reinforcements <laughs> to help us break this down. So make sure you keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We are here at the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time to continue with some Black Hero News. A controversial documentary accusing late rapper King Von of committing 10 murders 
has been re-uploaded to YouTube after it was taken down earlier this week. So there's a film called King Vine, Rap's First Serial Killer, and it was released by documentarian Trapdoor Ross on YouTube last Friday, but it was removed from the platform on Sunday, but now it's back up. Okay. People have been watching this, watching this video. It has like 2.5 million views. Yeah. People are interested in this now, story. King Von actually was murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, in when 2020. I, in 2020. Now, when I learned about King Von being murdered, you know, I was under the pressure like, oh, it's just another one of these situations where a rapper was being robbed right, or it's just gun right. violence. But it turns out that there's actually way more sinisterness. You and me both. I'm like, wait, there's a whole documentary. There's a whole documentary. So we, as you can tell, me and Jeremiah don't know nothing about this. Because first of all, rap's first serial killer is a crazy title. Nuts. Nuts. Crazy. So we have brought in our resident uh, hood adjacent individual, <laughs> Baltimore's own. <laughs> Supreme, a.k.a. at the Supreme Experience, not only because he has interest in this topic, but he also he saw the documentary. So tell us what is being revealed in this doc. King Vaughn, like rest in peace, King Vaughn. Man, he was out here getting to it like he was really the things that he rapped about. He was out here living. Not only was he out here living, he was out here broadcasting it on social media, like real time as it was happening. Listen, the documentarian was looking up like the police records of like, say somebody got mm-hmm. shot at like 915, 922. Yeah. King Vaughn was on his uh, Instagram talking about he just got busy and did his thingy thing like real nice. elusive. It's enough to tell on yourself, but not really tell on yourself. So if the Chicago police right. really wanted to solve these crimes, all they had to do was look up and down King Vaughn's timeline. And this is going on for years. Right. Like he was like 13 and no, 13. Yes, he was like 13, 14 in the streets getting busy. Like a lot of those uh, young drill rappers, they were real young when they first came out. So a lot of these people were kids that were getting killed. And then he would go online and mock like the other gang members after he killed somebody in their gang. It's like unreal that they let this go on for as long as it did. And then he got killed before getting caught for these murders that he was blatantly, we got to say alleged for the uh, legal reasons, but he was definitely on Twitter giving up all the details and all the information. I don't feel as connected to hip hop as I used to because I saw it going in a whole other direction. Okay. And absolutely. there was once upon a time where with hip hop, it was like, yo, you ain't real. Cause you ain't rapping about what you really got. Right. And that was it. It was like, don't rap about a Porsche. If you don't have a Porsche, it was <laughs> like rap about your Acura. Right. But then it became, you got to rap about what you're doing. And instead of it being like, let me actually just be real about my life. It became like, let me rap about how I'm really out here taking lives. Or going and doing those things to have material to rap about. Yeah, he definitely was because this was before he even started to rap. So this this was like pre-rap. Like he didn't start rapping until like 2017. These tweets are like from 2012, 2013. So the rap was an afterthought to the killing. Well, it's crazy to us too, but I think it's really interesting that this uh, this British guy, Trap Lore Ross on YouTube, has taken it upon himself right. to be a super sleuth and get to the mm. bottom of this uh, and really right do there. really do investigative reporting. So you know what? Go check it out King Von Raps for a Serial Killer now available on YouTube thank you Supreme for joining us and giving us the one two one two you know what I'm saying uh, let me throw in a little hip hop sound for you and 
<laughs> and shout out to Supreme. You can check out at Supreme. What is it? At ex- Supreme. The Supreme Experience. Experience. Oh my the God. The Supreme <laughs> Experience. <laughs> It's like at Supreme the Dream. Yes, you got to get them follows at the Supreme Experience. And for those who don't know, Supreme is also our uh, engineer here at the Amanda Seal Show. So he's putting it together for y'all, right? Putting it together. We are going to keep putting it together. That's it for Black Year News. But of course, we got more show coming up. What do we got next, Jeremiah? Up next, we headed to the group chat to talk about the top phrases parents use when giving us important information. That's up next. The top phrases parents use when giving us important information? Yes. I don't like the way that's phrased. What is it actually? It's what's a phrase that your parents always said growing up. We consider that. Do we consider well, that you important? Hit, you gotta hit a video. You gotta hit a context. context okay. 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 Yeah. I was gonna say because do I look like Boo Boo the Fool? I don't know if that. I mean, it definitely <laughs> is a black phrase, and it is important information. All right. Well, I stand corrected. We're gonna keep it right here at the Amanda Seal Show, and you should too. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Talk to me, baby. Pulling on my phone. Talk to me, baby. Pulling Talk on my to me, baby. Call me. Hit those phones now. 24-7. Make sure you call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's group chat on the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. We are here every day with nothing but the laughs and the facts. We got my man Jeremiah, like the Bible right here. It's time for us to jump into the group chat. Yes, so I came across this video, Amanda Seals. From someone you you know, comedian Ambria Allen. Yes, hey, Ambria. And she was talking about the phrases parents use growing up to give you important information. Let's check this out. Okay. Here are the top phrases my parents use when trying to give me important information. The man, the lady, the place, they said. Now, occasionally they will combine some of these phrases to make an even more unhelpful sentence. For instance, the man at the place said. And sometimes if they're feeling frisky, they'll throw in an adjective style word. The bank man, the tax lady. Now, when this ultimately leads to a breakdown in communication, they'll follow it up with, you know what I'm talking about. I do not. (laughs) That's very accurate. I've never heard it broken down so concisely. And I'm sure you've like helped your parents with something and they're like, they expect you to know everything with the most vague, the vaguest amount of information. Yes. It's like, I need you to help me find my password. Which password? For the thing. Mm. I'm like, what's the thing? Listen, my mom starts conversations in the middle of the conversation. So. Explain this. <laughs> like, so she'll start a conversation at, okay, like normally we would start a conversation at like, Oh, did you hear about what happened with Mm -hmm. the police officer in Montana? Right. My mother will start at, you know, I just think that they really are ridiculous with this man. Right. Okay. (laughs) You're like. There's a ridiculous man. Wait. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. I get so frustrated. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know where you're talking about it. I don't know how you're talking about it. And now I don't know what to do. I don't know what to respond. Well, my parents like to call me across the country for technology information. Meanwhile, they have a child that's like down the street from them. But I'm just the one, I guess. They well, like you wear glasses. Is, is that what it is? <laughs> and they'll be like, Jeremiah, I'm trying to figure this out. And it's like, with the most vague information, like, oh, this isn't working. <laughs> What's not working? How can I? Now, are you able to help them? I'm a visual person. That's the thing about it. Like, I can't see it. It's hard for me are to Are you a to... patient person is what I'm asking. Not my parents. Okay, because I... I Something about your parents just really be like, oh. I, I, I am known to yell. I'm known to reach... First of all, I'm known to yell in general, but I'm known to get to a point of... Because the problem with my mom is she's asking for my help, 
But she ain't taking it. That's the thing. My, see, my dad doesn't listen. That's the thing. He's trying to tell him, like, I'm wrong. Like, you caught me fast. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, you can't do X, Y, Z. You got to have, with, like, passwords, you got to have a certain amount of characters. You got to have a special character. Yep, yep. Well, I, well it's not working. X, I don't, I, I'm yes. telling you this, sir. What do you want me to do? Listen. As a matter of fact, get off my phone. Call, also, there, Call Geek Squad. There are whole people who get paid for this. I don't get paid to deal with this. My mom actually, I will say, like, started calling Geek Squad. Because I think she, too, was like, this is too much stress. It's too much. Let's just keep our relationship intact and remove this from that. Actually, we're going to talk about me and my mom's relationship a little later on in the show. Really? Yes, okay. we are. Because, you know, I've been, I've, been, I've been very vocal about the whole dynamics of being an adult child to parents. Mm-hmm. And you just, got a whole podcast I have a whole podcast that. episode about side effects of being, side effects of parents. And so we really talked about that. And it's... Advanced, y'all. The conversation is advanced. So I'm going to share it with y'all right here on the Amanda Seals show. All right. Uh, hit us up 1 855 Amanda 8. Do your parents do this? Do your parents like ask you for help or give you vague references to things and expect you to know about it? And my next question is now that you're a parent, do you do this now? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Have you found yourself doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up, 1855 Amanda. And shout out to Ambria Allen, who has done our show Smart, Funny, and Black. You can get tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black in Los Angeles on May 18th at amandaseals.com. Our Black Spurs for the night are two black icons. Mm-hmm. Wayne Brady versus Jaleel White. It's going to be turned. That's real black. It's super black. All right. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com and stick around right here to the Amanda Seals show. Uh, we got some phone calls when we get back. Don't move. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your boy, Jeremy, like the Bible, and I'm joined by Amanda Seals. You know, we love when y'all call and give us y'all thoughts, and we hear the things y'all got to say. So let's head to the phone lines. Hey, Amanda. This is Ciara from AZ. I just wanted to say I love your show. I listen to it on my podcast every morning. I can't get enough of you speaking truth. You're full of intelligent knowledge. Jeremiah, the Bible has definitely brought an extra light to the show. You two are a perfect fit together, and I enjoy listening to your individual opinions on topics. Now I want to touch on my Black AF dissertation is on if you can't use the same comb, then don't bring them home. An in-depth examination on interracial dating. Hope y'all have a wonderful week. Bye. She said her black AF dissertation is if you can't use the same comb, don't don't bring bring them them home. home. An in-depth discussion on interracial dating. I understand. Y'all are funny. And thank you so much for the love. Remember, you can call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-262-6328. Call us up and let us know your thoughts on anything. Let us know if you're enjoying the show. Let us know your thoughts on any of the topics that we're talking about. Remember, even if you listen to the show and it doesn't hit you till later, our call, our, our phone lines are open 24-7. 24-7. So you can hit us up and you can follow us at Seals Set It. All right, at Seal Set It. Follow Seal Set It on Instagram and uh, the Twitters and all that good stuff to join in with us right here at the Amanda Seal Show. 
All right, we got another hour coming at you. Where we're gonna get into some black urine news. What are we gonna talk about, Jeremiah? Well, we think sleepers should stop moving to Florida. Well, may- maybe, possibly. We'll talk about it later. Also, mm. we have your big up let down. You kind of gave us a spoiler yes. earlier in the show, but you missed it. Stay tuned to find out who she's giving the let down to. All that and more coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Uh, the spoiler is that I'll be giving my let down to Stephen A. Smith. That's the spoiler. <laughs> so I'll be giving today's let down to Stephen A. Smith. Stick around to find out what's going down. Keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Seals right here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday to everybody. I hope you had a peaceful or productive weekend. Whatever was the goal, I hope you achieved it. Uh, I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible. Hello. And it is uh, National Crawfish Day. Are you a crawfish fan? I've never had crawfish. You're not missing out. Oh, uh, I think crawfish are wildly overrated. Uh, of course, so interesting. I'm not from Louisiana, so I know there was like Louisianians that are probably like, oh my Get her out of here. But here's the thing. It just feels like you're doing so much work for a little chunky piece of meat. Well, people feel that way about like crabs, like the, the whole crab situation, like blue crabs, which I like. You like blue crabs? Mm-hmm. See, I like a snow crab. I just want the legs. I, want the legs. <laughs> I just want the legs. I want the legs. But the, the, the crawfish, also like the crawfish is looking at you and it's like, look at what you're doing yeah. to me. Rice with a shrimp is like the head is kind of gone. It's like rice is crawfish are like little but you know what? New Orleans, they be real low on uh, deveining shrimps. Just a side note, deveining means taking the poop out the butt right. of the shrimp. And like, they be real lazy with it. And I'd be like, bros, mm-hmm. bros, fams, sisters. No, I don't need that seasoning. <laughs> I don't need that seasoning. Anyway, uh, what do we got going on? Oh, coming from Black Thread News, we got to go to Florida because a lot of people are moving there apparently. And maybe they should, maybe they shouldn't. We'll discuss that about more about that later. Okay. Also, Universal Music, they asking the streaming services to block these AI companies from accessing their songs. The AI is going crazy, Amanda. We'll talk about that. Also, Big Up Let Down, one of my favorite segments of our show is coming up next in this hour. Big Up Let Down, I got to give somebody props today for some dopeness and then I got to give out some blows for some whackness. It'd and today's, like today's Big Up Stick around for it. Today's let down, Stephen A. Smith. I don't know why this man continues to be allowed to talk places. But you know what? Who am I? Who am I? I'm somebody with my own show. This is going to be the place I talk. All right. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. All you got to do is type in The Amanda Seals Show. All right. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Keep it right here. Don't move. To everybody out there in Amanda land, you are tuned in right now to the Amanda Seals show. And we are about to slide on in like your DMs to Black Here at News. <laughs> so according to new figures from the Florida Department of Highway Safety, Amanda, 10,000 New Yorkers have moved to the Sunshine State in the first quarter of this year. Can you believe that? That's mm. a lot of people. And within the first three months, they've been swapping those licenses over to that Florida, that Florida license. And the main reason has been due to affordable living and especially 
um, in this economy. Also, crime is the second reason why people have been moving to the Sunshine State. People are moving to Florida because they say that crime is less in Florida? I'm assuming that's that's their reason. My mom literally called me today and was like, Mans, I don't know what's going on in this Orlando, but... I tell you, uh, th- there's just a constant flow of young black men shooting their children's mother. I mean, you lived in both places. You lived in Florida. You lived in New York. Do you see, Do you think, I guess you just see people's like thought that maybe Florida might be a better place to raise their Well, family? I could imagine that if you weren't seeing the headlines coming out of Florida, right? Oh, right. We so like, have. let's just run them down. Okay. Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law a Florida bill that would ban most abortions after six weeks. Mm-hmm. The other part of that is that you can only get the abortion if you can provide written proof from your rapist, yes. which what is that? Is that, a, is that a signed condom? <laughs> like, I don't, is that a selfie with the, you know what? All right. Also, Florida bill to criminalize filming, poli- filming police actions. They're going to, they're saying that you can only uh, film police actions within 20 feet. TikTok has now been banned from many state colleges and institutions in Florida. We also know that DeSantis has put through a bill that he's hoping, Bill 999, will knock out DEI in Florida universities. What else we got? What else we got? Also, public school teachers are banned from holding classroom instruction about sexual orientation or gender gender identity. And also, he's signing, he he being Governor Ron DeSantis, Mm -hmm. is signing a parental rights and education bill. And also the Don't Say Gay bill. You remember that one? That was... You know, this whole parental rights thing is also BS because all the parental rights thing is, y'all, is they're just trying to give racist parents the opportunity to send their kids to segregated schools under with the school help choice. under school choice with the help of the government. Because when we see these conversations around like, oh, well, maybe we should be passing bills where parents can get vouchers from the state, not just to go to public school, but now they can get vouchers to go to any school right. they want. Right. That's what that's all about. But when we look at this. This, to me, sets up a future of violence. Right. Well, you have to also remember they have a bill that allows Floridians to carry guns without permits or training, Amanda Seals. So even if you're like, well, it's more dangerous in New York than Florida, baby, it's about to be more dangerous in Florida than in New York because the way that things are set up, you got ignorance and you got firearms and you got racism. Right. So it also becomes a question of like. What are you moving to Florida? Are you a person of color moving to Florida? Are you mm-hmm. specifically a black person? But I will also give you another side to this, Jeremiah. Okay. What's the other side? I'm, you know, you always got to get a hot take for me, Amanda Seals. So journalist Charles Blow has a book called The Devil You Know. New York Times bestseller. Shout out to Charles Blow. We need to have him on the show. And The Devil You Know, we actually did a podcast episode with this. Uh, so you should maybe check that out. Small Doses, Side Effects of The Devil You Know with Charles Blow. He talks about in this book how we could really take back the South if more people actually moved to the South. Okay. Because he talks about how there were strength in numbers with black people in the South. We had a much greater population than the actual like plantation owners. Right. And then when, of course, the Emancipation Proclamation happened, there was Exodus. And that's when we had the great uh, migration and people went West and went North. So this is not something that like just can't happen. It's just strategy. So while we're saying... Don't move Ooh. to Florida. Maybe move if with you're, a strategy. Move with a strategy. Okay, with a game plan. If you're gonna move to Florida, move with a strategy and move with a purpose and intention. Don't move there thinking that you're not going to be uh, affected by all of these things right. that are happening. These deleterious things that are happening. Well said, Amanda. Says I don't. I don't even have anything to add to that. I mean, uh, that was I told you, Jeremiah. I told you. I said if I'm not gonna bring humor to the show because I'm melancholy and frustrated with the world, I'm gonna bring facts. 
All right, well, I guess I hold the jokes down. That's <laughs> how we're going to do it. But coming up, y'all, we have more Amanda Seals show up next. Universal Music Group wants to block these AI companies from making these remixes with, the, with their songs. It ain't happening. Also, the Big Up Let Down coming up next on the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, yes, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible, mm-hmm. as we continue on with our next story in Black Hero News. So AI is taking over Amanda Seals. If you haven't guessed it, the, ro- the robots are here. Oh. <laughs> Universal Music Group is asking that the major streaming services block any artificial intelligent companies that are taking their music to train their technology. So if you haven't noticed, um, there's been a lot of like, releases of these demos with the new AI voices of their people's favorite artists. So you have like Kanye West singing like Ice Spice. And it's like, where did this come from? And you it's and Billy- definitely crazy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's scary. Well, it's so, so scary that UMG released this statement. They said, we have a moral and commercial responsibility to our artists to work to prevent the unauthorized use of their music and to stop platforms from ingesting content that violates the rights of artists and other creators. I mean, they make it sound like they really care, but really right. what they're saying is, y'all can't get in on our money. I'm right, because I'm pretty Universal sure. Music won't even let you have a YouTube video without being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That Flag. sounded like Drake. That that sounded like Drake. But do you feel like this is a tone in line to something really eerie as an artist? I mean, you make music. You're a creator. Can I just take your music? Yeah, I mean, actually, there's another version of this with visual art. Uh, oh, yes. Because now there's this idea that you can literally just recreate somebody else's artistic style with the use of AI. And there's like mm. a whole thing that happened where this woman was basically like copyright infringing this other artist's style. Mm-hmm. And it became a whole issue. And it really is not okay that you can just take someone's likeness. It feels like a deep fake. Which is very creepy. Just to put that out. It's very weird. It's very weird. And it also brings to calling just the fact that you as like your unique individual person, like you have your own unique thumbprint, Mm -hmm. right? Your fingerprint is literally unique, right? Like your dental, your teeth are unique. And so is your intellectual property, your voice, your likeness, your likeness. So when someone is able to just like recreate that with a robot, it seems to me that we are getting further and further away then from just differentiating ourselves as humans versus, versus technology machines. Yeah. I mean, Will Smith told y'all our robot, he was fighting him on the freeway. Fighting. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, ba. The robot was like, don't slap me. <laughs> Please, Will Smith, don't slap me. <laughs> I don't know about to play with you, Amanda Seals. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then the other robot was like, don't slap me. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Y'all, they gave her this little voice box. That technology, that AI box, and she know how to act. That's what's wrong with people now. But, but I, I just feel like this is, again, going to need some reining in. It's going to need some regulation. And I think at the end of the day, even though UMG is trying to make it sound like they're being very... Considerate. Yeah, they're really just like, ah, ah, ah. Don't get in the way of the money. All right. All right. <laughs> Well, that's it for Black Red News, y'all. Coming up, my girl Amanda Seals. Oh, wait. I didn't know there were examples right here. Yeah. There's some audio examples. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we go, before we go, can you just play some of the audio examples? Like Drake rapping like Ice Spice? Let me hear that. I don't ever want to hear this again. I don't ever want to hear that again. That's fine. Can I hear Rihanna singing Beyonce's Cuff It? Get them while I ride it. Got me acting hella thotty. So excited, so excited. 
Okay, well, it's too much. And we loved it. We got to hear it, but it can't. You know what? You know what? It just can't make money. Maybe yes. it's that. Maybe or there's. Under the guise of like, this is real. Like, be like, this is a. You know what it's like? It's like when people were upset about sampling when hip hop came out. Ooh, when hip hop okay. started sampling, artists were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do you get to use what I created artistically in your new music? That's not okay. And so that's when we saw the influx of, well, there needs to be some laws and regulations around sampling and making mm. sure that samples are being accommodated, like samples are being uh, acquired properly Approved. and that they are getting their money. So as we continue to see technology, because that was an advance of technology. Right. I didn't think about it that way, Amanda Seals. Ever so often, I come with the knowledge, y'all. I come with the knowledge. That's that was right. A deep cut. Yeah, no deep cut. Intended. Deep cut. All right. Well, this is the Amanda Seals show. We're gonna give you laughs, and I told you, we're gonna give you facts. Keep it locked right here. What do we got coming up next, Jeremiah? Coming up next, we have the big up let down. Mm. And Stephen A. Smith, better get ready. Yeah, because that's it for Black Hair News, and we turn in the corner. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the big up letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. What's up, y'all? We are back at the Amanda Seals Show. It's your boy Jeremiah Like the Bible, and I'm joined with Amanda Seals. And it is now time for your big up let down, Amanda Seals. Yes, today's big up, big up, big up goes to Lizzo. Now, listen, last Friday you heard my PSA, my public seals announcement, mm-hmm. where I talked about just The frustration that celebs are not really using their voice to talk about what's going on in the world or even just in the nation. And people were like, oh, but, you know, they don't want to mess up their fan base. They got to get their checks. They may not be as smart as you, et cetera, et cetera. Cut it out. (laughs) Cut it out. okay? but you know what? Shortly thereafter, someone sent me this video of Lizzo and I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Let's play a little bit of it. Even if you don't know where to begin, it's important to stay educated and stay outraged. And remember, this is not a generational fight. This is an American fight for our rights. For example, Representative Justin Jones and Justin Pearson are millennials, and the kids marching with them are Gen Z. Waiting for the next generation to do the work is what got us here in the first place. Everybody should be Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm. together. Everyone should care about human rights. The days of being shocked by injustices or racism in this country are over. Your rights matter and your voice matters. So use it. That's right. That's right. That's what I want to hear, Jeremiah. It's not like she was here spitting political facts, like she wasn't over here. Here's the Constitution. Yeah, it wasn't like she was breaking down social (laughs) theory and et cetera. No, she was like she was not shouting out policy numbers and House Bill 675, et cetera. She was simply just saying, y'all. We need to pay attention and right. see how we can be a part of the change we wish to see. And even that is more than I see folks doing. 
All I see is a lot of my celebrity peers putting out memes and saying, I want to be the timeline break. And it's like, I get it. Like me. you want to, you want to make sure that people are getting joy in their lives, but there's a certain, there's a certain point where it feels like escapism and like, right. you're just not tapped in. And I just feel like we all, all tap in right now. So shout out to Lizzo for tapping all the way in. She is the big up, big up, the big up today's let down. <sighs> Today's letdown goes to ESPN commentator Stephen A. Smith, who defended former President Donald Trump from accusations that he's racist. This is what Stephen A. Smith had to say. I knew Trump. Before I, I, yeah, you used to talk to him. You ever talk I to used, him I used, No, I don't. I, used, I knew Trump before he ran for the presidency. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to him. He was a huge sports fan. He used to throw a lot of events um, at, 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 you know, at, at his casinos and stuff like that. And I genuinely liked him. I didn't know who this guy was running for president. Um, I think he's changed, but I will tell you this. I think when people call him racist and stuff like that, I've never thought of Trump that way. It's not, he's not against black people. He's against all things not named Trump. <laughs> Do you There's ever, a difference. So this, this man sat up here during an interview at the Semaphore Media Summit Ew. and verbalized in front of people, not just in his group chat. On a camera. That because he knew Trump back in the day, not even knew, right? Because he had interacted with right. him Very in casually. some social circles that he felt that he wasn't racist. Now, here's my issue. At what point do you ask yourself, do I sound like a coon? <laughs> I guess coons never ask themselves that question. No. And that's where the coonery sits forth. You see, some of y'all might feel like I'm being hard on him, but it truly is no small issue when folks with a platform are misidentifying the enemy because we should all be pointing in the same direction when it's as clear as day as it is in this case. I mean, if this man can't see that Trump is a racist after the multiple, mm -hmm. okay, multiple discrimination cases that have been given mm -hmm. after him taking out a full page ad against the now exonerated five yep. when they were children and wrongfully accused of being the Central Park Five. That part. If you didn't see that he was racist as he continues to be at the helm of a MAGA movement based on the backs of the replacement theory, which makes white people feel like they have power because they are being replaced by black people and thus they need to power up their racism. If you don't see that that person is racist, then why are you commentating on sports games <laughs> Because you clearly cannot see. <laughs> I don't even want this man determining if this should have been a foul. Ooh, the judgment is off. The judgment is off. This is not somebody that should still be put in positions to speak as a intellectual. And it is very problematic. And that is why Stephen A. Smith is the let down. Let down. Also because this is consistent for him. Remember that when homeboy Jerry Jones, was it? Yeah. Was, was seen in a picture harassing black children that were integrating a school. Right. He was the first to run to the rescue. And he threw on his cape and said, don't nobody say nothing about that white man. 
hope he at least got a Starbucks gift certificate for that support. Maybe. That's today's letdown, y'all. <laughs> Keep it right here to the Amanda Seal Show and give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got more show when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your boy, Jeremy Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals herself. And we love taking y'all phone calls. And apparently, we got a call from somebody who wants to say something to me, Amanda Seals. They Ooh, talking to me. They're talking I'm, to Jeremiah of the Bible. I'm nervous, but let's let's play the call. Let's play the call. All right. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Jeremiah Like the Bible. I just want to call and say that, to be honest, I really wasn't feeling Jeremiah Like the Bible. But, uh, you know, he kind of grew on me and my husband. He's like... Every day, he, you know, has more personality. He's louder. I can hear him. So keep it up, Jeremiah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm down. You know, I'm with the cause, and I'm just gonna let you know that we are your biggest fan. But I'm not. He turned a corner. Right. He went from I'm not sure to we're your biggest fans. He said we was about to write a letter. <laughs> a strongly people. worded Dear letter. Seals. How's that make you feel? I'm happy. I, I grew on them. It started off rocky. I was like, where we going? Where we going? But I'm happy, you know. Oh, we all grow. I could, I could take that on the chin. You know, we started off rough the first, the first few days. But that's process. Right. I mean, listen, if it means anything to you, he's up in here wearing a dashiki. Yes, okay? So he is for the people. And we love y'all calling us up and representing for the people. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember, you can also follow us on the Instagrams mm-hmm. at Amanda, I mean, at Seals Said It. <laughs> and if you want to come and support in person, you can come to an Amanda Seals show. we got the Smart, Funny, and Black live show going down May 18th in LA at the Novo and we got it's a game show just for y'all know it's a game show variety game it's a variety game show we got music we got trivia we got an audience that is lit then and they be dancing they be dancing and we have Jaleel White going up against Wayne Brady gonna be singing I know he gonna sing he gonna dance he might do a back handspring (laughs) we don't know but I know that y'all are gonna get your tickets at amandaseals.com because you wanna support now, when we get back, what do we got, Jeremiah? We got some Black Green News. And we got to drag some politicians, Amanda. I mean, we do it all the time anyway, but we're going to do it some more. And we also go take a look at your latest episode of Smart Doses, Side Effects of Living Out Loud with T.S. Madison. That's mm. coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We I'm Jeremiah. There it is. <laughs> Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Hello. On this day, April 17th, 2023, Game of Thrones premiered on HBO. Wow, that's like a lifetime ago at this point. It is a lifetime ago because even the person who had actually put me on Game of Thrones, I haven't spoken to him in like seven years. Yikes. Yeah, because he was corny. But... <laughs> the show was good, though. The so. show was good. And you know what? I, it's a shame that we fell out because he was actually my real friend at the time. And he knew that there was something very basic that was going to get me to watch the show because he had been talking about the show. Mm. And then I was like, eh, it just sounds like white people being ridiculous. And he was like, 
No. There's dragons. Oh, that's the selling point. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. What? And so I didn't even watch Game of Thrones when it came out in 2011. So you like you like a, a season three year? No, let's not get out of hand. I started at the beginning. I've I binged season one. Okay. And then joined in with season two. Okay, okay. But now, like the last caller who started off slow and then is like Team Jeremiah, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with Game of Thrones. Okay. Like I am just, I mean, listen, I have a cutting board in the house that has the Stark oh. sigil on it and it says dinner is coming <laughs> and it says house seals wilson people say that they like once they start game of thrones like oh my god this is a great show people are afraid to start game of thrones because exactly mm-hmm. i knew you were gonna raise your hand you're afraid to start game of thrones because you're like oh my gosh like i'm gonna get roped up into it but let me tell you it is incredible i know see the last season we don't That's talk what about I'm that i'm like i'm gonna start and be disappointed but you know what you got to think about it like there's far more good seasons than there are that one bad season there's literally six and a half really good seasons okay, okay. that they are that get you involved in the canon like when i say Valar Morghulis, like you should want to know how to respond to that the answer is Velardo Hyrex. I'll say, do I speak French? Just like Swahili. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, when I say things to you like the Red Wedding, like that should conjure up emotions. All I think about is Melania Trump's red. Oh, see, you're just like when I when I say things to you like shame, shame, shame. That should that should hearken you back to the the streets of King's Landing. Okay, okay. But instead, it has you thinking about. Like when some women in Florida were being yeah. arrested recently for protesting. for protesting. You see what I'm saying? So we got to get you there. Game of Thrones. I mean, if I could, I would do a whole rewatch and have people like Ooh. film it. I mean, I do watch shows on my Patreon, The Amandaverse. Like, Stranger Things have happened. Yes. On The Amandaverse, we have a new series called Watch With Me. We're currently watching SWV and Escape, Queens of R&B. So I don't know, maybe maybe some favorite Game of Thrones favorites, episodes. Favorites. Because listen, hard home, ah, oh my gosh, crazy. Anywho, let's get into what we got coming up this hour. Coming up this hour, we have, we're having a drag show, Amanda Seals. We're having a drag show? Yeah, we're dragging these politicians. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we have some signs that are popping up all over LA, and everyone's talking about these signs. We'll talk about that later as well. Listen. And I'm also excited to hear a little bit of this episode you had with T.S. Madison on Small Doses, Side Effects of Living Out Loud. Oh, I'm so excited to share this with you all. T.S. Madison came through Small Doses Podcast and just did what she always does, which is turned all of us mm-hmm. up. And anyone who doesn't know her, she turned them into big fans. And even Jordy, my dog, was like smitten fan. with T.S. Madison. So got to talk about this because she was really dropping some gems. Okay. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Remember to call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. Hope you're enjoying the day because it's only going to get better from here. Amanda Seals show. They call me Amanda Seals. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, even though I haven't been really feeling really funny lately. Nonetheless, we, I know Jeremiah's like, why does she keep saying that? Because it's a crisis. It's a crisis that I've been dealing with internally. And when I'm dealing with crises internally, everybody hears about it. But I'm But we got to get into some black here at news because we've got some external crises going on. That is right. So there's a hashtag Hashtag not a drag queen that's been going crazy on Twitter, Amanda. It's basically a rebuttal to the GOP's claims that drag queens are somehow not child safe. Can we just say that there's like, 
a version of, okay, people saw one video of like some drag queens acting a fool with children and decided right. that was all drag queens. Right. And it's like, well, no, these are just ridiculous people. Exactly. Which we'll, happen to be drag queens. And we'll kind of talk about that a little bit later okay. in this, okay? Um, but, it's, you know, the right is also claiming that drag somehow constitutes, quote unquote, child abuse. That's crazy. What? And Tennessee recently passed their first bill to ban public drag performances. So it's getting crazy out here. Yes. When it comes to the drag queen. Yes, it is. That being said, <laughs> we wanted to have a drag show of our own here mm-hmm. at the Amanda Seal Show. Yes, honey. We're going to drag the hell out of these damn politicians. See what we did there? Double entendre. Double entendre. We want to get the show started, so let's get into it. We're going to introduce our contestants. First up, meet pedophile pastor Terry Compton, a Virginia youth pastor. He has been sentenced to 240 years in prison for 16 different counts of child sex crimes. The abuse began in 1995 and continued for about 26 years. What we can confirm? Not a drag queen, just another youth pastor. So not a politician, but a pastor. We're going to just give you that. Right. So our next contestant is former GOP and QAnon conspiracy theorist Ben Gibson, who claimed Donald Trump is working to take down a satanic cult of pedophiles. Ironically, he was just arrested in Louisiana on four child four charges of child pornography. Mm. Also not a drag queen, also not a gay man, mm. also not a trans person, mm. but a politician. Ain't that something? Look at that. And as we continue on our drag show, our drag show. Former Oklahoma State Senator Ralph Shorty sentenced to 15 years on child sex trafficking charges. Mm. Not a gay man. Nope. Not a trans person. Nope. Not a drag queen. Not even close. Another freaking politician who probably has gratuitous plaid and a poorly decorated (laughs) office. All right. So we just wanted to take a moment to give you all some very basic examples of how this rhetoric is completely flawed and how it once again opens the door, though, for the attention to be taken from the people who are actually doing these crimes. Actual criminals. Yes. So while they have us distracted over drag queens, these folks is over there doing the dirt and really harming our children in a real way. Woo! I'm. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say like, you're speechless. I'm speechless because a, a drag show is a great time. So, so you know, a drag show is supposed to be fun, loving, a lot of dancing, lot of dancing big eyelashes. I mean, look at, you know, drag race has been going on for years and yes. years and years. And it's not because it isn't great. <laughs> OK, it's Definitely. because it's fabulous. So once again, we want to shout out to all of our drag queens and all of them. And, and listen, we understand that there are people who are like, well, I don't want my children going to drag shows. Well, don't take your child to a drag show. I mean. All right. Well, this was a little drag (laughs) show that we had right here. Okay. Uh, But that was not a drag queen. Those were actually dangerous people. They're a part of passing laws. So keep your head on swivel. And at the church. And at the church. Passing laws and passing judgment. Okay. (laughs) Coming up in Minnesota, there are signs popping up all over LA and everybody's (laughs) talking about it. It ain't got something to do with Kim K. So (laughs) we're going to talk about that coming up next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals. And we've got Jeremiah Like the Bible here. And guess what his name is on the Instagrams? Jeremiah Like the Bible. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. We got some more Black Hearing news for you. This story is wild it is so if you was about to get out of the car sit in the car sit in, stay in the car <laughs> stay in the car because you want to hear this so amanda have you visited kim kardashian ruin my <laughs> let me just make a make a note that i went on a date with a dude and when i got home someone had sent me that there was a website for him and it was like tony such and such is a b.com and i went to the site and like i me being stubborn was like they must have been he must have hurt their feelings or something but guess what that site was very true. So this site, I'm sure, is very true, too. Well, allegedly it's true, according to David Liberson, who was a successful entrepreneur and basically partnered with Kim Kardashian to bring to life what was known as Kimoji. You remember Kimoji? I remember Kimoji's. It was Kim Kardashian as an emoji. Yep. And apparently after a meeting... The, Kim's team f- filed a trademark for Kim Oji behind the back of David Y'all. and cut him out the deal completely. Scissors. So he basically tried to file a um, suit against them. They filed a suit against him. <laughs> the sound effects. <laughs> those are not Kim Oji's. Those are actual sound effects. Yes. And basically, he, they left him for dead. They left him for dead because for right now, David is living out of his car and he's deciding to share his story and no longer remaining silence about basically... The financial uh, retribution the Kardashians have tried to try to um, give him for basically incur that they've tried to incur from him. Yes, for uh, cutting him out of the deal and basically sharing the story. So now, basically, I don't know how they were able to do this, but they countersued him mm-hmm. for their legal fees, right? And now he is expected to pay them four hundred thousand dollars. Yes, like a month or something, or is it just four hundred thousand dollars flat? I, I think can't. It's in totality. That's the total. But, but apparently, he's living in his car because he, he cannot. Can't pay. He lost his like wife. It's... He lost his job. He lost his what? Listen. So basically, Kim Kardashian ruined his life, <laughs> according to the website. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, the Kardashians have been known to ruin a few lives. We're going to leave it at <laughs> that. All right. Go to Kim Kardashian, my life.com and see the story Check for yourself. Yeah. See the story for yourself. That's it for Black Hair News. Coming, coming up. up. Coming ahead. up, y'all. We got the latest edition of Small Doses. Yes. Side effects of living out loud with T.S. Madison. So we're going to talk about that coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Mm-hmm. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Jeremiah Like the Bible. Hope y'all enjoying me this past two weeks. You know, it's my first two weeks over here. <laughs> You're doing you know, good. I'm doing good. And that I'm is Amanda enjoying Seals, it. So yes. She hired me. So if you don't like it, call, call me. <laughs> Send me a strongly worded email. But this week, you know, we had a whole great episode of Small Dustless Podcast. Uh-huh. The episode was entitled Side Effects of Living Out Loud, Part One. Yes. So Part Two is coming out this week. And it featured none other than the... The Larger Than Life, T.S. Madison. And she had a lot to say on this episode, so let's check that out. And things loudly, and I'm loud about the things that I have done, like, because I'm not going to let you hold that over, hold a skeleton over me and be like, well, girl, you know, since you out there doing movies for NBC Universal, do they know you doing this? No, they don't got to do, yeah, they know, because I told them. (laughs) Uh Listen, 
people have a problem with the way you rise because they don't want to get up. <laughs> Talk to them. People have a problem with the way you rise because they don't want to get up or they don't know how to get up. I got up by being my motherfucking self. Same. Listen, people don't want... What, what'd she say? People don't want to see you get up. People don't want to see you rise because, because they, they don't, don't want to get, get up. up. Yeah. People don't want to see you rise because they don't want to get up. That's a t-shirt. That's a mug. <sighs> Trademark that, T.S. The truth <laughs> is so real right there because ultimately... Folks find it a lot easier to hate on what you're doing mm-hmm. than to focus on what they're doing. So often when people hate on me on the Instagrams, in the in the comments, or, or just anywhere on the YouTubes now, because we have Amanda Seals TV, my response to them is focus on your future. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you, you splintering your your attention to, to come over and take time out of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's when you start feeling like you're going to have to fade your fade somebody. I mean, honestly, people just don't want to see people like grow and change and evolve and become better. It's like, well, cause then that makes them think that they're being left behind. Right. And also it's kind of like, you could do this too. I did it. Like, I think T.S. spoke to that so well. Like, I came from a certain place. No, she didn't just say I came from a certain place. She I came from the streets. She did. She did. She said I was a stroll. I was strolling. Yeah. Okay. That is, that is she didn't she mince words. <laughs> she she said I was strolling. I was out there. And I worked my way up and people don't want to acknowledge that because they think I don't deserve that part to be here because of where I came from, which the irony in that is that simultaneously people will be like, oh, these rich people who have silver spoons in their mouth, they don't deserve to be right, where they are. Right, so who right. deserves to be anywhere? The goalpost is moved every day. It's over here one day and they're like, no. Actually, it's over here. Actually, it's over here. Then you have the folks that are like, ooh, y'all working too hard. That's we, not... We wasn't put on this earth to work this hard. <laughs> you know, there's a whole vi- there's a whole movement now that's like shaming people for working hard, ooh. which is like wild to me. I don't know where that came from, but it's like the people who are in the Instagrams with the, with the computers in the pool. Not in the pool. <laughs> those people are like, ooh, y'all working too hard. Like, that's not cute. Well, and as long I- as these bills is due... Be working hard. And I'm going to keep growing and changing like T.S. Madison. And you know what I love about this episode, too, is she talked a lot about just like the power of living out loud, not just as a trans person, but just being yourself and how freeing that feels and how that's really what she has actually built her career on. Just being herself loudly. Can I just say this is like one of the funniest episodes also? (laughs) Like watching it. I was there when it happened, but watching it back, I'm like, yeah, funny. She also brings that out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of times on the episodes, like we end up going to these like serious places and they're right. not like serious, like sad. Like I feel like dark, they're more yeah. earnest, you know, but in this episode, we went there a little bit too, but she just kept it going so much so that we had to do two parts. And part two, woo, it became therapy y'all. Uh, part two. Every time, you know, you know, if I'm there, <laughs> it's going to get the therapy. All right. That's what it is. So make sure you check out small doses podcast, wherever you get your podcasts on the urban one podcast network. So shout out to us. And you can watch the show on Amanda Seals TV on YouTube. All right. Let's help get those numbers up and get these messages out. Stay right here. Y'all we going straight to the phone lines when we get back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your boy, Jeremy Like the Bible, and I'm joined by Amanda Seals. We love your reaction, participation, all our topics. So join the conversation or just call to say what's up, y'all. You can call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And our next caller apparently has got their tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black, Amanda. Ooh. 
Hey, Amanda. Um, I just wanted to call from Los Angeles to let you know that I just bought tickets to the Smart, Funny, and Black show. Yes! Um, I invited my, my girlfriends, so we're both going to go together. Um, and we're really excited to see you. I'm excited for all the jokes and the games and see Wayne Brady. So, yeah, I know it's going to be great. We got the VIP balcony tickets because they're yes. very affordable. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. I'm going to go shopping for my outfits, make sure I look good. We love our outfits. Can't wait to see it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I love the show. I listen every day. I listen to small doses, too. So, yeah, keep it up. I love all the content. Um, can't wait to see you. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Wait, she said that she listens to the radio show, the Amanda Seal show. Then she said she listens to Small Doses. And she bought tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black. Yeah. We love that. I want to know, Amanda. You know, we got Jaleel versus Wayne coming from this show. Yes. What what are you excited for for this matchup? This is a very unique matchup. You know what I'm excited for? I'm excited for Wayne to bring out the silliness in Jaleel. Like, we know Jaleel has silliness in him. He was Urkel. Right. Okay. But I feel like we don't really get to see a lot of that because I feel like he's always like trying to un-Urkel himself. Right. So we're not going to ask Jaleel to say, did I do that or anything like or that? Or like the whole, whole get up. It's not. No, no, no. Up. We're not looking for none of that because he's a grown man. And like he's <laughs> left that behind. But at the end of the day, like that was an iconic role. And I think that ability to play a character mm-hmm. is within it's him. In there. Now, when it comes to Wayne, I mean, I'm just excited for what Wayne pulls out because he is an improv specialist. Mm -hmm. And so he just has such an extensive tool belt and you can basically give him anything. Last time he was at the show, we had a game called Holla Holla and we brought somebody up from the audience and they had to he had to holla at them through spoken word or a poem or a rap. And (laughs) we basically the rule was that this person is representing one of our greats. So it was like this person is representing Maya Angelou, like this person's representing (laughs) Michelle Obama, et cetera. So it was a really fun game. And uh, he really handled business. I really would have loved to see him do this against somebody who can actually like rap or do spoken words. So we're going to have to figure out a different game. We, ooh, this is a good matchup. I'm, they both bring two different things. Yes. But they both icons. Yes. They're ooh. both icons. So we're going to see how it goes down at the uh, Smart, Funny, and Black Live show going down May 16th at the Novo in Los Angeles. We got to sell these tickets, y'all. And you know what? Let me just say this. We have to sell these tickets also because at the end of the day, when we talk so much about like, yo, they don't want to give us positive content and they don't think that we want to see positive content, like, this is your chance to support positive content and yeah. to let these venues know, like, this is what we want. Mm-hmm. So there's your chance. Also, we're working out a situation where people can donate tickets. That'd be great. People let it donate. Yes. So we're working out that situation. So I'll let you know uh, how that goes. What do we got when we get back right here? When we get back, Amanda, how much does it take for a guy to date you? Or Wait, no, that's not it. How much? What is it? How much does a guy have to make? How much does it have to make? That's correct. Thank you. My brain went like, <laughs> All the black joy. Yes, also, we have 60 second headlines coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with 
Jeremiah like the Bible. And we are almost out of here. We got one more hour, but we still got some good stuff for you. We got the, uh, let me not, let me get ahead of myself. You know what we got to say? We got to say it is Aries season. It is. Shout out to the Aries. I don't really know a lot of Aries like that, but it's y'all's time. So. We just started the fire starters. Oh, that's what they are? Yeah, they're fire signs, you know. Oh, because I've been rewatching uh, the Avatar The Last Airbender. So mm-hmm. when you say fire starter, it just makes me think of like the fire nation. That sounds about right. Have you yeah. seen Avatar The Last Airbender? I'm familiar with it. I haven't seen it like in depth, but I've like the... Jeremiah, I've been wondering what you be watching. Right now I'm watching The West Wing. I told you that. Oh, you are watching. There's a lot of walking and talking. Walking, walking and, and talking. talking. Shout out to Aaron Sorkin. All right. Well, <laughs> if you want to see an incredible animated series that never gets old and that you learn and like grow from with every episode, but you also have like a really good time, watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. Also, side note, it's Red Man's birthday. So shout out to Funk Doc. Yeah, That's shout out to Dirty Jersey's own Red Man celebrating his birthday. He was born in 1970. All right. All right. That's a hip hop legend right there. What do we got coming up this hour in Black Hearing News? For Black Hearing News, I want to know how much does a guy have to make to date you? That's been going around on the internet. So we're going to talk about that on the show. And that's a question we're going to throw out to you all. How yeah. much does a guy have to make to date you? Call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We also got some 60-second headlines. A lot going on. We're going to run through them. Also, the big up, let down. Mm-hmm. We got to get into that coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. Just search The Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't go anywhere. We got more for you. Well. It's the Amanda Seals Show, and it's time to do something I love to do, which is talk about relationships. Relationships. I love it, Jeremiah. <laughs> you do love relationships, I fix. What are we talking about today? We're talking about how much does a guy have to make to date you? There's a viral video video going around with this as a topic, so go take a listen to that first. Okay. Yo, how much a guy has to make to date you? He has to make me smile, me no, feel appreciated. It don't matter about all that money shit. Nah, because y'all be having money and y'all be goofy as hell. Y'all don't know how to talk to a bitch. Y'all weird as hell for real. Y'all weird as <laughs> She said y'all be having money and y'all be goofy as hell. I love how she spun that. She spun it. She said he don't got to make money. He got to make me smile. That's true. That's valid. That's valid. I think it gets really limiting when we talk about like a dollar amount. Yeah. I saw a video the other day where this guy was asking a woman on a podcast. Also, can we just put an end to these podcasts? <laughs> but I saw this brother ask a sister, um, what do you think is a fair amount to spend on a first date? By the way, they were in England. Okay. The pound is, is even more expensive <laughs> than a dollar. And she said $150 on the first date. On the first, she said $150 on the first date. And he was like, ah, but I don't know you. It just <laughs> seems like, a lot of money, right? I mean, also just considering the economy we're in, I feel like it's unrealistic to kind of be uh, count people's pockets as far as like how much they should spend. I think the the if the overall experience of dating you is good, that's what I'm looking at. Like, I mean, I've never dated a guy with like a lot of money, so I can't. Really I've dated assess. I've dated people with a lot of money, and I've dated people who are broke. Um, I've dated people who are overachievers. I've dated mm-hmm. people who are liars. Um, I've dated all of the kinds. And at the end of the day, the thing that stands out to me most is creativity. Yeah. So if you can create a date that doesn't require a lot of money, but I still feel like I was taken care of and I still feel like you put in energy, then that to me says more than just like, okay, I took you to a fancy restaurant. I've been on some 
terrible dates to beautiful restaurants. I went on a date with this guy at this Mexican restaurant. First of all, I don't like Mexican food. So let's just say I that. also have a bad date at a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. Carry on. But I didn't tell him that, so it was, it's whatever. But I went there. It was a very nice restaurant. It was dark. It's one of them L.A. restaurants where it's like dark. And They're trying really to set nice. a tone. Trying to set a tone. Okay. But I'm like, I don't like any of this. The food is not that good. <laughs> Wait, you're telling him this? No, I, this is in my head. Okay. The day actually was fine, though. But I'm like, we had a conversation about this after the fact. I was like, I really like this like place. And honestly, I would prefer like what you said, something that's more thoughtful and that's not even like about like the price point we're at, but more so that I'm engaging with you in an intentional way. That's how I prefer yes. to be. I mean, I think it becomes like, what do people think is going to impress you? Right. And that says a lot about them. And that says a lot about like what right. you're giving off too, right? right? If you're giving off like, oh, like there needs to be like a whole materialism element, then that says a lot. But I know that for me, the best dates I've been on have been when like folks thought about it. Like I remember mm. like Devon and I, like our first date when we got back together, was at this restaurant that wasn't like a fancy schmancy restaurant, but it was on the beach and you could like take your, like the, the floor, like outside, they had like outside seating and Mm -hmm. the floor was sand. The beach should do it every time now. So, you know, for me, (laughs) I'm just like, ah, like this is perfect. Right. I, I just don't think that there has to be a monetary element for that reason. There is something to be said for like, is this person financially stable? Right. Right. Which is a whole other conversation. And for what it's worth, if I don't like you, no matter how much money you got, it don't matter. Baby, <laughs> I told you, I have been on dates to beautiful restaurants <laughs> where the whole time I was texting my ex saying, you know what? <laughs> I'm here because of you. I'm here because of you. Amanda, please. please. <laughs> what do we got next? Coming up next, we got so many stories that we couldn't get to that we're going to try to do them all in 60 seconds with 60 second headlines. That's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, yes, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. That's Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time to get into 60-second headlines. Let's go. All right. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders has signed the Social Media Safety Act into law, which requires companies to verify the ages of users under 18 and to gain parental consent before minors can create new accounts. Meanwhile, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who looked 67 at 35, also (laughs) lowered regulations for child labor laws. So Lil Timmy got to now get approval for social media, but no longer needs parental approval to get a job at 14. That is correct. Also, Halle Bailey, she's coming to defense of her sister, Chloe. On Twitter, she said in part, Hey, y'all, I'm coming to just say this once. I don't stand for billing of any kind on this app of anyone. Those who I don't know, especially those who I love my whole heart. I kept it real cute on this app for a while. So just reminding y'all to keep it cute, too. Hallie is letting y'all know that she is definitely only keeping it cute for Disney and not for y'all. Okay. (laughs) All right. Montana has become the first state to approve a bill that would ban TikTok over the possibility of the government, Chinese government being able to request Americans data on the app. As if it ain't boring enough there already. They about to shoot the next season of Teen Mom in Montana, y'all, because these kids about to find something to do since they ain't dancing on the TikToks. All right, we only got time for one more, one more. All right, conservative negative donor Harlan Crow purchased three Georgia properties belonging to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and his family in a transaction worth more than $100,000 that Thomas never reported. 
as well, as wild as all of this is, they're not going to do anything. The only thing more invincible than a Supreme Court justice is herpes. Amanda. No. That's what it is. <laughs> well, those are our headlines for second headlines. And that's it for Black Red News. Coming up, we have Amanda's Big Up Let Down. And that's next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, that's it right there. We did it. Monday, Monday, Monday. Somebody who was watching us while we were recording this long live said, Amanda, you have so many shows. I'm trying to keep up. Me and you <laughs> both. All right. Shout out to everybody for checking us out here at the Amanda Seal Show. For those of y'all who don't know, you can also check out my podcast, Small Doses. Both are a part of the Reach Media Radio 1 universe. Yep. So really happy to be over here creating content with this group of folks. Shout out to Jeremiah Like the Bible. Uh, thank y'all for listening to the show today. We covered a lot of stories. We covered, of course, the white man who shot... Ralph Yars, the young man who was ringing a doorbell of the, the wrong, wrong home, home. and crazy. may lose his life. Uh, we also talked about King Von, who wrapped uh, King Von, who, of course, also lost his life, unfortunately. But there's yeah. a whole documentary about him being rap's first serial killer, which is bananas to me. So if y'all missed that, I got to go back and hear that one. Yeah, that was a doozy. And we also talked about uh, how there's all these politicians that are creating all of this legislation against drag queens. But let me tell you, the politicians are the ones who are out here harming our children for real. So we're going to have our own little drag show. We uh, Well, we drag the politicians. We also gave Stephen A. Smith the letdown. And you know I didn't hold back because I never do. So if you missed any of that, you can check out the latest Amanda Seals Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. You also can stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. Also, call us anytime. Phone lines are open 24-7. Our lines are open at one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. If you have not got your tickets already, then please make sure to go and check out AmandaSeals.com and get your tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black. It is my live comedy variety game show. It is one of a kind, and it is the place where we create a space for black icons to get not even to get, to be iconic, right? Because right, right. they already icons. So we create the space for them to be iconic. You don't want to miss it. It's also just, ain't y'all tired? Tired. Ain't y'all tired? I'm, I'm like worn out from all of the negativity. I need to be in just... Injected with joy. Ugh. A joy pill. Joy! I need to be injected with a joy pill. That is... A story of black Joy! You can make yours a story of black joy by getting your tickets at amandaseals.com. Smart, funny, and black going down in L.A. May 16th. Sorry, May 18th. May 16th is my mother's birthday. May 18th. And we got who? We got Jaleel White versus Wayne Brady. It's going to be a time. All right. It's going to be a time tomorrow, too, right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So we'll see you then. (laughs) Remember, we're each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.